0: I know many liars doing very well these days, making out airline schedules. Mr. Bojangles A date which will live in infamy. And the cake business, Mr. Proudfoot. Long enough to
1: know a crumb when I see one. Time now for Spinning My Dad's Vinyl. Here with all his skips, scratches, and pops is my dad, Frank Baccarello. Thanks, sweetie. Thank you for tuning in to episode 136 of Spinning My Dad's Vinyl. Here's an album I used to steal so much from my dad's collection, I thought it actually might be mine when I went through his records. This entertainer had an unmistakable voice, an unmistakable style, and unmistakable cool. He seemed to always sing the most recognizable version of most of the standards, and he only ever needed one name to introduce him. So get ready to hear from who I think is the most outstanding showman of all time in volume 136, Sammy, record one.
0: What the world needs now is love There are mountains and hillsides Enough to climb There are oceans and rivers Enough to cross Enough to last Till the end of time What the world needs now Is love, sweet love It's the only thing that there's just too little of what the world needs now Is love, sweet love No, not just for some, but for everyone Lord, listen, we don't need another meadow There are cornfields and wheat fields enough to grow And there are sunbeams and moonbeams enough to shine. Oh, listen, Lord, I mean, if you really want to know what the world needs now is love, sweet love. It's the only thing that there's just to. just for some but for everyone no not just for some oh but just for everyone
1: It's Sammy Davis Jr. and Buddy Rich with What the World Needs Now, written by Burt Bacharach and Hal David. It was recorded December 1966 at the Sands Hotel in Las Vegas for the album The Sounds of 66. Though recorded live, this album is not really a live album as you are used to, as it was taken from two after-hours jam sessions on June 18th and 19th, 1966, and not from a full-blown cabaret performance. Davis was in the habit of doing such sessions for Vegas performers and hotel workers who were unable to get to see his shows at the Sands. On this occasion, he combines with the Buddy Rich band who were appearing at another hotel on the Strip at the same time. Okay, why this record for this episode? Well, the more I learn about the talents of Sammy Davis Jr., the more I wish we had some of this technology around earlier for everyone to see these talents when he was alive. I follow several social media pages that feature some of these artists from the past. Lately, I have been discovering long-lost videos of Sammy showing off his once-in-a-generation talent. In just one video, I watched him play the trombone, the xylophone, and the drum set all on one song, and there's a video out there of him playing a drum solo that would have challenged the likes of even Buddy Rich. And to this day, the time I saw him in concert with Frank Sinatra, will long be one of my favorites. And by the way, if you haven't heard me say it, Sammy blew Frank off the stage that night. Now for one of the most touching renditions of one of the most touching songs ever written. I
0: knew a man, jangles and he danced for you. <clears throat> in worn-out shoes, with silver hair, a ragged shirt, and baggy pants. He would do the old soft shoe. He could jump so high, jump so high And he would lightly touch down I met him in a cell in New Orleans I was I was down and out He looked to me to be the very eyes of age As he spoke right out Talked of life Talked of life Laughed, slapped his leg a step That was Mr. Bojangles Mr. Bojangles Mr. Bojangles, Lord, he could dance. Told me of the times he'd spent with minstrel shows, traveling throughout the South, 15 years his dog and he. They just traveled about. But his dog up and died Dog up and died And after twenty years He still grieved Said I dance now at every chance in honky-tonks For my drinks and tips Most of the time I spend behind these county bars you see, son, I drinks a bit. Then he shook his head. Lord, as he shook his head, I could swear I heard someone say, please, Mr. Bull Jangles. Mr. Bojangles, please dance.
1: Mr. Jangles, written by Jerry Jeff Walker. It was recorded and originally released in 1972. It was the B-side of a Sammy Davis Jr. song called The People Tree, which only just squeezed onto the Billboard Hot 100 that year. However, I don't know where this particular version came from. You'll notice that there was no whistling at the beginning, which is a trademark of most of the versions, both studio and live, that I found. But I think... It might be among my favorite versions of this song now. And a quick side note Sammy was a close friend of the real Bill, Mr. Bojangles Robinson. Okay, let me tell you about my dad's vinyl I have chosen for this episode Sammy Davis Jr., Sammy. It's on the Sessions label, number ARI1001. It's a two-vinyl LP compilation format. It was released in 1976. Its genre is jazz pop, and its style is vocal swing. Now, we are listening to record one, and we'll hear seven of the 13 songs on it, and I, I really had a tough time picking those out. There really aren't any liner notes to speak of on the back cover. On half, it's, it lists the songs from both records, and the other half is promotional material for three other Sessions albums. There is, however, some fine print about why this album was made, but I'm going to save that for this episode's interesting side note. Okay, let's see what prices this record is being sold at on Discogs.com. Nineteen ninety nine for the highest a quarter for the lowest which gives it a 5.59 average and a $4 median. It was last sold on May 6, 2023 for £3.50 or $4.61. I couldn't find this album on either Amazon or eBay, which I thought quite odd. My dad's record is in fair condition, which is surprising because I used it quite a bit when I was doing the mobile DJ thing. This was a great collection to use at wedding anniversaries and late-in-life birthday parties. And um, so there's not too much crackle between songs, which, like I said, kind of surprised me. The cover is in fair-to-poor condition. The material is pretty thin, and you can see the groove the record wore into it. He's got the word posted stamped on the back cover and his ever present address label on the front which is how i knew it was his and not mine unless he put the sticker on one of mine we will never we'll never know okay now a song that gene kelly made famous
0: hey what are you kids doing out here in the rain you're singing hey well i know i'm a little old but Mine. I feel so happy. I'd like to join you. I'm singing in the rain, just singing in the rain. What a glorious feeling. I'm happy again. I'm laughing at clouds so dark up above. The sun's in my heart. chase everyone from the place come on with the rain i the smile on my face i'll walk down the lane with a happy refrain singing just singing Everyone from the place Come on with the room.
1: It's Singing in the Rain, written by Nacho Herb Brown and Arthur Freed, and it appeared on the That's Entertainment album in 1974. Now, since I'll have two more records from this entertainer, let's learn about Sammy's early life in this episode. Sammy Davis Jr was born on December 8, 1925 in the Harlem section of Manhattan in New York City, the son of American African American entertainer and stage performer Sammy Davis Sr, who lived from 1900 to 1988, and tap dancer and stage performer Alvera Sanchez, who lived from 1905 to 2000. Yes. She outlived her son by 10 years, dying at the ripe old age of 95, as Sammy died May 16, 1990. During his lifetime, Davis stated that his mother was Puerto Rican and born in San Juan. However, in the 2003 biography in Black and White, author Will Haygood wrote that Davis' mother was born in New York City to Cuban parents who were of Afro-Cuban background, and that Davis claimed he was Puerto Rican because he feared anti-cuban backlash would hurt his record sales davis's parents were vaudeville dancers as an infant he was reared by his paternal grandmother when he was three years old his parents separated his father not wanting to lose custody of his son took him on tour davis learned to dance from his father and his godfather will maston davis joined the act as a child and they became the will maston trio throughout his career davis included the will maston trio in his billing. Maston and his father shielded him from racism, for example, by dismissing race-based snubs as jealousy. However, when Davis served in the United States Army during World War II, he was confronted by strong prejudice. He later said, quote, "...overnight, the world looked different. It wasn't one color anymore. I could see the protection I'd gotten all my life from my father and Will. I appreciated their loving hope that I'd never need to know about prejudice and hate, but they were wrong." It was as if I'd walked through a swinging door for 18 years, a door which they had always secretly held open, unquote. At age seven, Davis played the title role in the film Rufus Jones for President, in which he sang and danced with Ethel Waters. After his discharge, Davis rejoined the Family Dance Act, which played at clubs around Portland, Oregon. He also recorded blues songs for Capitol Records in 1949 under the pseudonyms Shorty Muggins and Charlie Green. On March 23, 1951, the Will Mastin trio appeared at Ciro's as the opening act for headliner Janice Page. They were to perform for only 20 minutes, but the reaction from the celebrity-filled crowd was so enthusiastic, especially when Davis launched into his impressions, that they performed for nearly an hour, and Page insisted the order of the show be flipped. Davis began to achieve success on his own and was singled out for praise by critics, releasing several albums. In 1953, Davis was offered his own television show on ABC, Three for the Road, with the Will Maston Trio. The network spent $20,000 filming the pilot, which presented African Americans as struggling musicians, not slapstick comedy or the stereotypical mammy roles of the time. The cast included Frances Davis, who was the first black ballerina to perform for the Paris Opera, actress Ruth Attaway and Jane White, and Frederick O'Neill, who founded the American Negro Theater. The network could not get a sponsor, so the show was dropped. We will spend more time diving deeper into Sammy's life in future episodes of Spinning My Dad's Vinyl. I have a couple more records to go with him. Okay, now let's hear two from Bracoose.
0: What kind of fool am I Who never fell in love It seems that I am the only one That I have been thinking of What kind of man is this An empty shell A lonely cell in which must dwell what kind of lips are these that went and lied with every kiss that whispered empty words of love that left me alone like this why can i fall in love like any What do I know of life? Why can't I cast away this mask of clay? Then go on and live my life, why can't I fall?
1: My dad's vinyl.
0: Whoa, if I could talk to the animals, just imagine it chatting with a chimp and chimpanzee. Imagine talking to a tiger, chatting with a cheetah. What a neat achievement it would be! If we could talk to the animals and learn their languages, maybe take an animal degree. I'd study elephant and eagle, and buffalo and beagle, and alligator, guinea pig, and flea. I would converse in polar bear and python. I would curse in fluent kangaroo. If people ask me, can you speak rhinoceros? I say, of coceros, can't you? Bird with our furry friends Man the animal Think of the amazing Repartee If I could walk With the animals And talk With the animals Grunt Squeak And squawk With the animals And Lord They could talk To me Think what fun we'd have asking over crocodiles for tea. Or maybe lunch with two or three lions, wall-resistant sea lions. What a lovely place the world would be. If I spoke slang to orangutan, All oh, the advantages any fool on Earth can plainly see. Disgusting Eastern art and dramas with intellectual llamas. And that's a big step forward, you'll agree. I'd learn to speak in antelope and turtle. My Pekinese would be extremely good. If I were asked to sing in hippopotamus, I'd say, why not a must? And I would. If you stop and think a bit, there's no doubt of it, I could win a place in history. If I could walk with the animals and talk with the animals. Grunt, squeak, squawk with the animals. And they could squeak walk and speak
1: Now there's a song you heard just a couple of episodes ago, but I really like this version a lot better. Talk to the Animals, written by Leslie Bracuse. It was from the album Sammy Davis Jr. Sings the Complete, Dr. Dolittle," which was recorded June 29, 1967 and released of October of that year. And before that we heard What Kind of Fool Am I? with the orchestra conducted by Marty Paish, written by Leslie Bracuse and... Anthony Newley. It's from the album What Kind of Fool Am I and Other Showstoppers, which was released in February 1962. Time now for this episode's interesting side note, and it has to do with why this compilation was even published. Like I said where I usually read the liner notes each show, there's a small print paragraph on the back cover, and I'll read it now. The Sammy Davis Jr. Foundation for Highway Safety was organized to promote the prevention of auto accidents, the number one killer of persons under the age of 38. Sammy's involvement in this activity stems from a highway accident some 20 years ago in which he suffered the loss of an eye. The Sammy Davis Jr. Foundation for Highway Safety deeply appreciates the cooperation extended by MGM Records Incorporated, Warner Brothers Records, Motown Record Corporation, and the above publishers in making this collection available. Sammy's proceeds from the sale of this album will help fund university research into accident prevention and the production of highway safety films to be used in high school driver education courses. So, I decided to dig deeper. In 1973, Sammy hosted a telethon for the Highway Safety Foundation. Now, given Sammy's own car accident in 1954, it was a cause close to his heart, but it was a total disaster unfulfilled viewer pledges left the foundation unable to cover the telethon's costs and it suffered a loss so great the foundation closed. Now, as I was researching the Highway Safety Foundation, I discovered that it was founded in the small Ohio town where I live now. It was run by a couple of photographers that had police access to document gruesome traffic deaths They created those cautionary high school driver education movies from what they had taken. In one article, I found this paragraph. What started as a merry band of insomniacs with fancy cameras and a fascination with police procedures all came crashing down amid small-town rumors and innuendo of secret porno shoots, bathroom cruising, a dead photographer, and a failed telethon with Sammy Davis Jr., The foundation is no more, and the main photographer went on to become Sammy's manager. Now, it's really a web of all sorts of deceit. So if you want to read a fascinating story about this, I'll drop the link in this episode's liner notes. And now, another powerful performance from this dynamic entertainer.
0: in my life I have someone who needs me someone I've needed so long for oh, once unafraid I can go where my life leads me and somehow I know I'll be strong for oh, once I can touch what my heart used to dream of, mm, long before I knew someone more like you would make my dreams go through. For once in my life, I won't let sorrow hurt me, not like it's hurt me before. For once, I have something I know won't desert me, and I'm not alone anymore. For once, I can say, this is mine. Take it, long as I have love. I know I'm gonna make it. For once in my life, I have someone who needs me. Yeah, for once in my life, I have someone who needs me. Someone I've needed so long. For once, I'm afraid I can go where life leads me. I know I'll be strong for once, for once I can touch what my heart only used to dream of. I mean a long before I knew that someone like you. I would have make my dreams. I said I make my dreams. I mean I make my dreams come true. Oh, once in my life, I will Hurt me not like it's hurt me before. For once, I have something I know won't desert me, and I just ain't gonna be alone anymore. For once, I can say, This is mine, and you can't take it. As long as I've got your love, pretty baby, no, I'm gonna make it. For once in my life, I got something. Let me tell you about her. Well, I don't think I got the time right now, but I can say that she needs me. For once in my life.
1: For once in my life. Written by Ron Miller and Orlando Merton, it was recorded on October 22nd, 1969, and it was released on the Something for Everyone album in 1970. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed bringing it to you. I can't go too long without dragging out at least one Sammy Davis Jr. tune or an entire album because of how talented he was. But this collection has a special meaning to me as I really did share this two album set with my dad. I have no idea how many times he reclaimed this album to put back in his collection and I would just take it right back out to use it on my mobile DJ gigs. And I'm glad I now have it digitized so it will be easier to put on the speakers whenever I want to listen to it. And I'll certainly be looking forward to sharing the second record with you in a later episode of Spinning My Dad's Vinyl. And last up, is a tune by a very popular composer first sung in the film, Born to Dance.
0: This affair never would go so well But darling, why should I resist When, baby, you know darn well That I've got you, got you, got you Under my skin I'd sacrifice anything come what might For the sake of having you near In spite of that crazy voice That comes in the night And repeats and repeats in my ear Don't you know, little fool Can win. Use your mentality, wake up to reality. But each time I do just a thought of you makes me stop before I begin. Cause I've got you under my skin. And I like you (laughs) under my skin anything come what might For the sake of having you near In spite of that wonderful voice That comes in the night and repeats And repeats And it yells and it screams in my ear Don't you know Little fool You ain't got no wind Use your mentality Wake up to reality But each time I do just a thought of you Makes me stop before I begin Cause I got you. I like you. I've got you. Under my skin. Under my skin. But each time I do, just the thought of you makes me out.
1: I've got you under my skin, written by Cole Porter. It was released on I've Gotta Be Me album in 1968. And there you have selections from a compilation album from who I consider the best showman ever, period. So thanks for tuning in to Volume 136, Sammy, record one, however you did. If you want more information about this show, head over to spinningmydadsvinyl.com. I'll be back next week with all my skips, scratches, and pops for Volume 137, Nat is rambling. Until then, go with the flow, my friend.